Welcome to this special edition of Mostly Folk. Once again, this is an interview, and this time the artist is Sarah Milanovic, along with Greg Anderson, who visited me in the studios of WIOX Radio. And this is the resulting interview. And, of course, the interview is uh, just about two hours long, so parts of it were cut out in an attempt to make this into a one-hour podcast. But there was just too much good discussion and good music, live music, that I I decided to uh, make it an hour and 20-some-odd minutes. Here's Sarah Milanovic. And Daisy Cutty. I'm Audrey Martello, and welcome to Mostly Folk. Bye. 
I want to just start off uh, by saying, Sarah says that this album is inspired by the loading dock sign of an empty firegrass, fiberglass factory in upstate New York. And this album, Northeast, is intended as an ode to the blue-collar North. And... Uh, I am so happy to have Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson in the studio with me today. So tell me about this album. Yeah, so um, the type of music that I grew up listening to and was probably influenced by the most in one's early formative years would be older folk styles, including what would be considered classic country now or mm -hmm. outlaw country. But a lot of that and also a lot of folk styles, folk songs, and also some bluegrass and, and traditional music. And that was just a huge part of my cultural and uh, musical DNA growing up and becoming a musician throughout. And so many of the stories in those songs are set in the South or in the West. And there's, there are always these kind of universal themes, these universal themes of human struggle and travel and the search for the next horizon and love and loss and heartbreak and all of that sort of thing that kind of spans all of those styles. And it always seemed like there was a, we were a little bit short on songs that were set in regions such as the one that we're in right now, where a lot of these places took place in down south or out in the desert or just searching for the next horizon. And it occurred to me that this area has so many of the same deep traditions and all of the same problems and snow. <laughs> and so I thought that would be, and I didn't set out to write a concept album mm. by any means. And it just so happened that I had been driving through my old hometown of Amsterdam, New York, and saw the old sign on the loading dock of that old factory, which has since been painted over, and the factory is now occupied by another business. Mm. But in the time that we were working on the album and everything, the cover art for the album does feature the original sign and that mm. original loading dock as it was uh, I didn't realize back in that. the day. Wow. It doesn't look like that anymore. Wow. So speaking of the temporal and uh, passing of time. Now, if you folks want to see the cover of this album, you're going to have to get it. And uh, the best way of getting the album, Sarah? We really encourage people to go to Bandcamp to do this, and you can get it either by going directly to Bandcamp and, and typing in sarahmilanovich.bandcamp.com, and that'll bring you right to the page where the album sits. Or you can go to my website, which is sarahmilanovich.com, and go down to where it features some music, and it'll head you right over in the same direction. And you can order physical copies that way if you like. I mail them out myself. And you can also get downloads of your choice of file format. So if you're kind of person who likes a little higher res file, you can have that option on Bandcamp too. Um, they also have an app that offers unlimited streaming. So if streaming services are how you consume music nowadays, that's convenient for you as well. And we really like them as a platform for the indie artist because unlike other streaming platforms like Pandora, like Spotify, like YouTube, and even Apple Music, Bandcamp actually gives the artists the lion's share of the proceeds. We see at least 80 cents on the dollar 
from really? band camp. I, that, that, I didn't know. That's, um, a, that's really a good tip. They're very because- artist-friendly. And in fact, Bandcamp started doing this thing during the pandemic called Bandcamp Fridays, where the first Friday of every month, they were waiving their revenue share, which is generally around 10 or 15% for their own processing and stuff. They will waive their fees on the first Friday of every month, and that amount also goes to the artists. There are a lot of amazing indie artists who also just sell their Tell art and their yeah. and that you can get merch through the site too. And apart from the payment processing fee, if you hit Bandcamp on that first Friday of every at least through the end of this year, all of the lines the all of the proceeds minus the payment processing fees go directly to the artist. How so cool it's the most that? transparent way of purchasing uh, and consuming music and the most supportive to the independent artist uh, and musical community. I never awesome. realized that. Thank you for that lesson. That is really- <laughs> That's my that- PSA. <laughs> In the same way that there's been ongoing discussion about what constitutes a living wage nowadays, people tend to tie the worth of one's labor to a paycheck. And what streaming has done for independent artists in particular is devalue the monetary amount of our labor to something that's so insignificant, it barely scratches the surface. And forget the the fact that it's hard enough to pay your bills as it is. And the defense up until a year ago was the music is out there as a form of consumption. It's for exposure. It's for advertisement. You can make all your money touring. As of 18 months ago, you can't. Mm, And so that was when, you know, even more of the, even more despicable sides of the situation were were exposed. And and that was what led to some of the the better companies like Bandcamp doing what they did, which was waiving their revenue fee because they had the understanding that we nobody was on the road. There was no road yeah. anymore. Yeah. And and also, last time I checked, Bandcamp was actually running uh, a profitable enterprise as well. It was mm. not. They're not a not a charity, not a non for profit. I don't know if they have the same shareholders to answer to that a megalith like Spotify has. But they were able to do so comfortably and profitably. And I think that should serve as a model that these things can be done in a much more ethical sense than what is being fed to the mass market right now. I'm going to sit down off my soapbox. <laughs> no, this is so fantastic. I'm so happy that you're giving us an education about this and you're uh, very articulate and what's going on. And it surely is important for artists to know this. Now, I, I have so many things I want to, you know, come back at you and tell you and talk to you about, but I want you guys to play a song. We need music in between all of this. Just as a quickie, my my wife, Rain, who's listening in now, will be, she has to get another car that doesn't have a CD player in it. She's going to go out of her mind because that's all she does is play music uh, from CDs. Up here, of course, we have this radio station, but you're not going to always get uh, this kind of music on this radio station except for what I play and what Jack plays and what uh, a couple of other programs, but Mike and Shelia, what they play. There's other things. There's talk, there's jazz. So if somebody wants to listen to your music in the car, 
and there's no CD player in there. She'll have to learn through putting in a thumb drive or what have you with the technology. Most most autos these days, I don't know, we could well, talk about that, but don't talk about it now. Right. After this, so play some music Continued. and we'll talk more about that. So there, I have with me today Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson, and Sarah's new album is titled Northeast. What are you going to play for us now? Are you going to play something from the album or something different? We'll play a song from the album in the more duo, stripped-down acoustic version of this, but this was one of the singles from the album, and it's called Two Dollar Town. Oh, I like this. This is the season of tall grass. The 
like all things must pass. We all got a bigger hill to die on, a hill of sand or a hill of corn. And if you wanna get away with murder, just make a killing a million times Headlands, listening to the radio instead of the rain. I wish those golden trap, all those glowing nights, safely in a glass Wow, <laughs> that was absolutely fantastic. No, that was not a recording. That was live right here in the WIOX studios. Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson. And uh, you'll find that al uh, song on the album, Northeast. And as Sarah discussed at the beginning of the program, there we'll talk about it again later on <laughs> because uh, people might be tuning in the middle. But this album... I can personally say is a fantastic album. I, I urge people, I can't uh, tell you to get it <laughs> because I'm not allowed to say, go get this album. But if I could, I would. And there is a host of great artists included in this album. I'm just going to run down a name of some of the people that are on this album. Lucy Kaplansky, Lee Gibson, Richard Schindel, Abby Gardner, Lloyd Maines, Ross Rice, and I don't know this guy who did harmony. How do you say his first name? Vebkeel. Oh, that's that's one of my best gal pals, Vibika Sogstad. Oh. She is Norwegian. Oh, really? And, oh, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, Vis and, uh, and, and Daria a Grace singer. as well. She was, a, she was a pop star in Norway, not that any of your listeners would. We passed some Norwegian flags on the way here, perhaps. So tell me about this album and how you guys got together. And let me start with your background, Sarah, and then we'll go to you, Greg. Tell me where you grew up and what got you where you are right now. Okay. We only have two hours, Jardy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to do the abridged version. As I mentioned before, I grew up just outside of the town of Amsterdam, New York. Mm -hmm. So I'm a Mohawk Valley, Mohawk Valley homegirl. <laughs> and my maternal grandparents were not really um, active musicians so much themselves, but they were very involved in the local bluegrass music scene, of which there was a fairly robust one back back a couple decades ago. And there would be many festivals in the Mohawk Valley and, and central New York and in, up into the Adirondacks. 
And so I was, as a little girl, I was always um, exposed to that kind of music. And again, a classic country, the albums were always playing in the house and just different kinds of folk styles. And I had gotten it in my head as a very young person that I had wanted to become a fiddle player. And my grandmother gave me and grandfather gave me my first violin when I was four. And I started taking private violin lessons in the area. And at the same time was adopted by a group of those older bluegrass musicians and also older fiddlers in the area. Four years old? I was four. Holy Mm -hmm. mackerel. And yeah, I was everybody's adopted uh, up and coming fiddle player and groups like the Adirondack Fiddlers and folks like, actually folks like Hilton Kelly, who's a big part of Roxbury and Catskills mm-hmm. fiddling tradition. Yeah. I learned a lot of tunes from playing dances well, with you had, Did you ever take part in the Fiddlers uh, thing over here? I at did. The, at RAG? Okay. I was part of Fiddlers too. Okay. Initially. And we returned <laughs> last year as part of Fiddlers 87, 87, I believe. There were, uh, but yes, I was. So, part were of you the were here years lineup. ago with Terry Doyle, weren't you? I was. Okay. Yep. All right. I was I re- yeah, I remember. That, that was many years and, and a couple yeah. albums ago. But yeah, that was where my more traditional roots came from. Mm-hmm. And then having the opportunity to play in various bands and work with a bunch of other amazing songwriters was a great masterclass and a great opportunity to learn not only to think about how to put songs together, how the parts go together and how to work as a writer, but also how to be an effective accompanist to songs, which is a very different beast than playing fiddle tunes for dances and stuff like that. So it all came back and and I've journeyed through a bunch of different genres and I would not consider myself a a resident, a permanent resident of any of them, but I'm definitely more of a musical mutt. And the bulk of the, the traditions that I grew up with were around these parts but I'll dip a toe in and out of whatever I find yeah. inspiring at the moment. And so this album feels a little bit like like circling back in that way, in that it is very much a country record or what would be considered an alt-country record now because yeah. it bears very little resemblance to what playing on the country charts. Yeah. I would do air quotes, but we're in the studio and you'd be the only one who could see them. Greg, we haven't spoken about you. That's Let's okay. get a little bit of your background. You can speak about me rather than speaking to me. Turn around. We'll talk, we'll talk about you behind your back. Yeah, I'll turn around. i the room for a moment and you can, you can make up whatever you like. <laughs> this is Greg Anderson. Where'd you grow up? I'm a city boy, and, and I don't mean Binghamton, but I grew up right outside of New York City, but lived there most of my life and, and imbibed, or perhaps I should use another word, absorbed all, this, all the music that the city had to offer. And that's, that's how you... Another good place to become a musical mutt because uh-huh. you can just walk down the street and everything's there. I'm here with Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson, and we're talking about and playing music from, pardon me, this new album, Northeast. Why don't we play a track from the album, and then I can fully cough as I want to. But You don't have a button. What? Tell me, how about priest? Yeah, no, there is a cough button up there, right? It's right in front of me. <laughs> But so if I press this work. button, it'll make you cough? <laughs> it's easy to make me cough right Technology now. Technology is all that country air. It's getting it's, it. I tell you. But t- what, guess, let, talk about one of the songs and we'll play it. All right. I will. Let's see. 
play. Uh, I'll back introduce the one that you opened the show with, mm-hmm. actually, which was a song called Last Time for Everything. Right. And that was, it turned into a, a bigger, bigger song than I had thought at the time, just thematically, because I had wanted to write a song about the concepts of, of time and of course it being it, it flowing like water which is a concept that many people have explored many times over but living where we do which is down in beacon now living on the banks of a tidal river like the hudson and you realize it it goes back and forth it, it changes direction four times a day and it's not a linear sort of thing and so that was the crux of of the idea for that song and and it grew out of there as well and also the imagery of there were during times of, of loss it's always helpful to me to look to the natural world oh. and i had been reading these articles about what animals do when they lose one of their one of their own how crows will have kind of funerals for their crow family when they leave and elephants tend to do the same elephants and, amazing and and it occurred to me that's we're just basically animals we do the same thing we just do it in a bar with a bunch of drinks afterwards mm. but we're basically just animals circling around milling around trying to figure out what what the heck just happened yeah and that's uh, we're no different than crows and elephants in that way and so that was a bit about that song the song if you're going to go chronologically the next song up would be lawrence kansas which is a song that was actually written by Josh Ritter. It's one of the few covers on this album. And I so very much wish that I had written it, but I didn't, so we're borrowing it. And and we recorded it and had been doing it live for quite a while. And it, the imagery of it is very obviously Midwestern, but could have been set in parts of the Northeast as well, I think, the, the way that it speaks about rural America and growing up in an agricultural sort of lifestyle. It's very, very well done, crystalline songwriting. And the other distinction about this track is that the dobro solo in the uh, middle of it is our our departed bandmate, uh, Andy Gessling, who was with us for many years and passed away so three years ago. A couple weeks ago would have been the three-year anniversary of Andy's passing. And we had this song recorded from a previous recording session. Andy was in poor health and passed away from cancer. And so when we started tracking this, the album, when we started doing the basic tracking for Northeast, we were always hoping he'd be able to join us in the studio, and he never was. And when we had the bones for Lawrence, Kansas, together in its current version we were looking back in some of our older files and from a previous recording session, we had used that song as a band as a sort of sound check to just get mic levels and uh, the engineer recorded it. And so thanks to the marvels of modern technology, we were able to fly in that solo and fit it into this song. So we, uh, we have Andy playing with us one last time on this. Like prison, there's hope of getting free. 
leave this world behind. Sarah Milanovic and Daisy Cutter, uh, the name of the band. And I am here today with Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson. And uh, they're giving us some great live music. And we're talking about music from the new album. And that uh, song was titled Lawrence, Kansas, as Sarah spoke about before we started that song. And so let's go on now. You, you've got the... 
You've got this band, Daisy Cutter. Who is normally in the band? I know you use so many different musicians on this album, which, by the way, once again, is called Northeast. And along uh, with Greg, she has many other people. Who are the regular members of your it's band? still largely the band that it's been for a few years, which is the two of us and Daria Grace, who sings and plays bass. And uh, a fine guitarist, multi-instrumentalist named Boo Reiners, a Jersey boy. Well, he's originally from North Carolina, yep. I believe. And uh, and the as you heard Sarah say, the, the dobro on that last song was our late lamented Andy Gessling, who was our bandmate previous to that. And we've had a series of drummers over the years, but the new album was recorded at Justin Gwip's studio in Pine Plains, Red Hook. Red Hook. In Red Hook, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Milan, actually. And Justin is an amazing engineer, record producer, worked for years with Levon Helm and uh, Hot Tuna, played, but also happens to be an amazing drummer. Oh, really? So you go to Justin's studio, you not only get his expertise behind the board, but you just say, you know what? You'd be the perfect drummer for these songs. <laughs> there, there he is, playing drums on almost all the songs. And if we could steal him out of the studio, he'd tour with us as well but yeah very busy man when he's really? not on the road with hot tuna or with larry campbell and Teresa williams oh, so yeah. he's he's a little bit busy really? justin but we try to steal his time whenever <clears throat> we can how about you guys playing another live song sure all right well we'll go down the order okay you got an introduction to this one? Sure. This is a song. We're working our way chronologically through the running order of the album. Not okay. It wasn't a preconceived notion, but it seems to be going that way. So Sounds we're going fine. with it. Sounds good to me. Um, so this is a song called Valentine's Day, which was written about that time of year a few years ago. And it was one of the few songs that that I was able to write in mostly in one chunk in one evening. I'm not a hugely prolific songwriter and I'm not, I don't have piles of songs that just happen. It tends to be a long, arduous wrestling match for me to get a song out. And so I don't uh, turn them out very fast. I have friends that do, and I'm, I try not to hold that ability against them because mm, I'm jealous. Not. This song is going to get a lot of play come Valentine's Day. I, Simply because I, of the title. Really, I'm, I'm not serious. sure it'll lift anybody's spirits. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a happy Valentine. It can be a sad Valentine. Yeah, it's still going to get play because of the time. That was know? unintentional, but uh, it's about... <laughs> we'll allow the listener to be the judge. It's about broken hearts. Okay. Yeah, so it's very That's Valentine in that, in that way. Valentine's Day Another massacre to put away And crying doesn't do a damn thing to make it better well, I used to think love always wins Guess I better think again 
Cause praying for a different ending never matters well, I can't believe that you're not bored That we're still comrades in this war Fifteen years, and God knows how many more will weather. Not banking on the by and by. It's back to back against the tide. Shaking both fists at the sky. Over and over. Like those flowers we're all sending Some things there's just no way to say Like every second that's worth spending Picking roses with a table or gray Just look at our friends They've run out of road together And nothing left to lose She dragged the couch out in the yard He helped her load it in the car And if one day it was our turn well, I'd do the same for you Like those flowers we're all sending Some things there's just no way to save Like every second that's worth spending Picking roses for a table or a grave daughter if we could And I bet she'd have had your looks Days like today I'm glad that we'll never know Cause with her eyes of hazel wood And her arms full of books She'd go smiling off to school And never come home 
from her new album, Northeast. That was Sarah Milanovic, along with Greg Anderson and Valentine's Day. I'm here with Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson, and we are playing tunes both live and recorded from the new album that was just released called Northeast. And you can check out Sarah and check out ways to buy the album by going to her website, which is sarahmilanovic.com. It's so simple. If you're not up for the spelling, although I will say Google is pretty good at figuring out where uh, you need to go with that's that. That's what I it, usually do. It knows do. too much, yeah. honestly. But. It, it, it is true, as opposed to typing in the URL space. I just Google, you know, if I want Google Sarah Milanovic and I can jump right to this it should, site. It should point you right where you need to go. And it's spelled just, it sounds, M-I-L-O-N. O-V-I-C-H. Nolan Movich. So easy. <laughs> okay. What shall we do next? Let's, uh, how about another live tune? Oh, okay. And then we'll go right to the album for with something. You want to keep going and see? Because there are some tunes, there are some tunes that you may want people to hear from the album, especially, I don't know, which song is Richard Schindel on? And Lucy Kaplansky, well, are Lucy they together? Was, they're not together. Oh. We. How did you get them, by the way? We're very fortunate in musical friends. And Greg and I have both worked with Richard, especially for a number of years now. I think you've worked with Richard for, what, 20? More than I have known Richard for 30 years. Really? Played on his first album and I... Get out of here. Produced his last four albums. So We've been thick as thieves for many years and... One, we were, I was recalling this not too long ago, not long after Sarah and I started playing together in about 2004 or five, I said to Richard, hey, you know, I have this great woman, singer, fiddle player I've been doing a duo thing with, let us open for you the next time you play. Okay. And he, we did that. We did a short opening set at one of his gigs and he immediately asked her up to sit in with him on his gig and she's been playing with him ever since and i barely find time to get her uh, to play with me anymore <laughs> hey, that's why you're in my band <laughs> but she's yeah she's been a part of richard's band for years and on his last four records as well yeah yeah because you know the producer of course so. it helps when you share a producer and um <laughs> yeah. and uh, we had the chance to work with with lucy and you produced uh I did the last Cry Cry record, the live record. Oh, really? They, they did. And we, we were on the road with them, too. In fact, we're going out to California in a couple of weeks, and we realized the last time we were there was with Richard, Dar, and Lucy, three huh. and a half years ago. So, yeah, yeah I've known Lucy for years as, as well, and, and we've been buds, and we thought she would be the perfect one to sing harmony on that last song. How cool is that? So She's it, got it's, that voice, that magical voice. I'm here once again with Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson, and Sarah's new album is called The Northeast, uh, Sarah Milanovic and Daisy Cutter, her band, and it is uh, just a simply fantastic album with uh, a great vocals by Sarah, and most of the songs on the album are written by Sarah. 
Sarah, with the exception of the uh, cover that we just played before. Are there any other songs that are covers, or are the rest all songs that you've written? Uh, there are a couple of other covers, including the one that we're going to play now. Okay. Um, which is speaking, since we're in the vein of talking about um, incredible songwriters, incredible singer-songwriters. And we've talked about the ones in our neck of the woods. And I was really, I've been really blown away to get into the writing of the Scottish gal, Karine Polwart, an absolutely mind-blowing lyricist. And I had been familiar with her work through some of the Celtic scenes that Greg and I have both floated in and out of over the past 20 yeah. years or so. I love so I, I was a, very aware of that Karine was an amazing songwriter. I, it, it didn't really hit me just how mind-blowingly amazing she was until I heard this song and thought, even though she's very Scottish, I thought, well, this sounds like a country weeper if ever there was one. It is simultaneously the saddest and most hopeful song I think I've ever encountered. It's called Sun's Coming Over the Hill. Six rain-ridden summers And he still had an eye for me Every evening he kissed me And told me he'd die for me And then he ran off the road Full of whiskey and irony He always meant what he said So I took to whiskey so I could recall the taste of his mouth on my mouth, that was all. And I tried the same trick with a truck, but it stalled. The engine was better. Oh, the nights are long, but life is longer still. But the sun's coming over the hill And the taste never left me And I don't think it And it caused me to supplement Whiskey with pills But there was something inside That I couldn't kill Believe me when I say I try And there's some say you get what you deserve But there sometimes you get what you're given And then it's all gone And you are lucky if you are sufficiently strong To daily decide not to die are long but life is longer still oh the nights are long but the sun's coming over the hill 
There's not many things that I wouldn't change. There are better days gone than those that remain. But I can find joy in the sound of the rain. You have to find joy where you can. Oh, the nights are long, but life is longer. Sun's coming over the hill. Oh, my goodness. Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson from their new album. Sarah Milanovic and Daisy Cutter. The album's name is Northeast, and what a beautiful song. My gosh, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here being amazed at what I'm hearing because it's live music, and it's just... (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we play something from the album, and uh, anything you guys want to suggest? Uh, play, well, if I'll uh, keep going, but... play 87 North. Okay. That's a super fun That's one. That's actually lined up to be playing next, I believe. As we were driving up 87 to get here, we thought, oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> Here's 87 North.
right, Sarah Milanovic and Daisy Cutter from the new album Northeast, and uh, that tune was 87 North. I have Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson in the studio here with me today, and I, I tell you, I am more than blown away at the music that I'm hearing right here in the studio. Many times you you never know what to expect, but this is just a total pleasure for me to have these two people here. The album is fantastic, and uh, we talked about... Why don't you just say real quickly uh, a quick summary of how people can get this album. They can go to my website, which is sarahmilanovic.com, or you can just put it in Google and it'll point you there. And where the music pops up on the website, it'll direct you over to Bandcamp, or you can go to Bandcamp directly and find it over there. And that will offer you the chance to to stream the album, purchase the album, either as a download in your choice of file formats, or you can order a hard copy if your car still has a CD player like mine. And you can get unlimited streaming through the Bandcamp app. And unlike other streaming services, uh, they actually pay artists for their music. So we're big fans of that. And if you do it on the first Friday of the month, they waive their revenue fee. And so apart from the old uh, payment processing fee, the artists get all of the revenue from purchases made on the first Friday of the month. It's a pretty stupendous concept. I'm about to open a used car dealership that only sells cars with CD players. (laughs) So with every new car purchase, you get a free... Now, with every and every CD purchased, you get a free car. That's right. <laughs> I love it, Sarah. You you've received many awards for uh, fiddling, singing, composing. You left school at sixteen years old. I I did. I started playing with the Capital District Celtic Bluegrass Band, the McCrells, and went on the road. Dropped out of high school my junior year. Went on the road with them. And I, I did eventually, actually, Cornell University was the first thing I graduated from. Huh. So I, ha- I do have a degree in, uh, in plant biology from Cornell. Do you um, really? Yeah, I have a biology degree with a uh, concentration in systematics and uh, plant taxonomy, basically. So I'm a secret nerd at heart. But no, I've been on the road pretty much ever since. And so if you ever wanted, I mean, if... Music didn't work out for you, which it obviously has been. But if it didn't, you always have that to fall back on, I guess. I don't know. I I think I had always envisioned myself. If I hadn't been a musician, I probably would have been poking around the Amazon, putting up with spiders the size of dinner plates or bats (laughs) the size of hubcaps and trying to find the next interesting plant. That that was always an interest of mine. But the road was, was part of... I got on it when I was in high school and played my way through college. And this past year was really the only time that I've been off it, along with everybody else. But that's that's where we're longing to be right yeah. now. And coming on the heels of that song you just played, actually, that yeah. was a song I felt compelled to write because you hear so many songs, different routes, and people traveling from place to place, and especially in the country and folk traditions, and everybody's always going somewhere. <laughs> and it always struck me, though, that it was very unfair that of all the interstates, 87 wasn't really getting any love. So I thought, I'll write a song about that. Because when I was a teenager, my idea of teenage rebellion was <laughs> to uh, keep my passport in the glove box of my car. And when I would get a snit on, I would fantasize about just driving to Montreal. And 
oh yeah, I'm going to just, yeah, nobody understands me. Maybe they'll understand me in a different country. <laughs> like you do when you're a teenager and everything is yeah, dramatic yeah. and the end of the world. Mm-hmm. It was and, also because they're parents were farmers and neither of them had passports. <laughs> Let him just try after. and get me. I never once did a thing about it, but I think mentally, the, the mental fantasy of knowing that I could have. And that was the line that started this song. I, I always wanted to write a song about a good old fashioned road song, highway song, a, a country highway road tripping song. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to write one about 87 North. Yeah. And, and I, I did. And it also that belongs to us. <laughs> it turned out to it turned out to to tell that story. But the story became a bunch of psychedelic advice that I wish I had given um, my younger self in a way and advice that I still don't heed. It's like <laughs> advice to, to oneself, but via some psychedelic, totally made up characters that the person in the song meets. And uh, and it's also a showcase for some really hot picking. That's our bandmate Boo Reiner's picking the telly there on that, and and also the great legendary pedal steel player Lloyd Maines, who's okay. also all over this album. Okay, so how about the song "The Body Electric"? That is that's the other cover on the song. Oh, that it was, is. Yep. Let's play one of yours then. Okay. You want to play it off the album? Yeah, of course. Oh, Strange Dominoes. Uh, Strange Dominions. This might be the closest you get to a Halloween song today. (laughs) Okay. This is, it's not pre-apocalyptic. It's not post-apocalyptic. It's like watching the apocalypse, but from the back porch of a cabin, maybe in the Catskills, with a fiddle and a a jug of hooch just watching it roll in. And uh, this song was a co-write with a wonderful Hudson Valley and also Catskill singer-songwriter Jeff Wilkinson, whom you should totally have on this show. Jeff is amazing. And Jeff wrote has a version of this song that he wrote on his latest album, which Greg produced, which is called Hill No Passing. And I rewrote portions of the song and added a verse and, and kind of reworked it into a more of a backwoodsy apocalyptic porch stomp. And that's the version um, that you're going to play now. But this, there's Jeff's version out there as well. And Jeff also has a cabin over in Stamford. In addition to living down in Newburgh, he is a by by mountain river by city by townal dwelling. I just made that word up. But so yeah, that's where this that's where this song came from. Just one more time 
track from her new album Northeast that was Sarah Milanovic and Daisy Cutter. Yeah, Daisy Cutter is the name of the group, but I have right here live with me Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson, who is part of Daisy Cutter. And these guys, by the way, if you go to YouTube and uh, search for Sarah Milanovic, you'll find lots of things, music from these guys, so that's another way of uh, checking them out. But I have them live right here, and as I said before, I'm simply blown away by the music that they're playing live right here in the studio. So they're going to play another song live, and uh, which one is this, Sarah? This is the title track of the whole album. And, um, oh wait! Didn't I play the title? No, I didn't. No, I, that was you did uh, "Strange Dominions" because oh, it was I'm the sorry. it was the spookiest, most Halloweenish track right. that we could. <laughs> 
come up for you today. It's just all about the end of the world and stuff. So we thought that's appropriate. This is this is the title track. Okay. Wind is too damn lazy to go around It steals your hope of ever getting warmer Taught the telephone wires to sing the loneliest songs And I still hold my breath around every corner Cause tomorrow spring might still be lost Stuck in a ditch next to a dirty plywood cross With the beer cans and best laid plans And barbed wire skeletons of dreams In the northeast Stop signs creased from where the snowplow hit it And the city glitters like a shot glass in the sun At night the stars are sharp as diamond drill bits You can forget for a while about the dead and Went from living the dream to just the hardest part of being broke is the pretending that when November plants cold boots upon your shoulders it doesn't scare you in the least in the northeast it's hard to tell which is this tiny Unforgiving as the January Smile is still an echo of a ridgeline You won't recognize these hills in any song A folded map that's worn away with time But it's as good a place as any to be from And even when every day's a bluebird sky Don't always do things the hard way, but you try You can't escape the boulder surfacing in spring Or this rusty rage you've been bequeathed 
in the Yes, live right here in the studio of WIOX. That was Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson. And all I can say is, wow, what an incredible session we've had here. I am more than thrilled to have you guys. I think what we're going to do, let's see if I can play the program out with, we've only not played two songs from this album. And that's Queen of Suburbs and Suburbia, I'm sorry, and The Body Electric. And The Body Electric. We played the entire album for those of you at home who have skipped over the CD player and gone back and gotten a cassette player. You could have recorded the entire record and played it on your cassette machine in your car. We're also selling used cars with cassette players. God. And that I will say to circle back to when we were talking about streaming services mm-hmm. and you know, they're marketed as unlimited music at your fingertips all the time. And they're also marketed, especially to artists as, well, you want to be part of this important tool for music discovery because people are going to discover your music. And generally speaking, the way the, al- the way the algorithms are set up, unless you're already popular, it's the odds of that are not that great. And You'll find I found playlists that'll just play the same stuff by the same artists. Yeah, right. I'm sick of hearing the same songs. Even artists like the Beatles, they made a bunch of records. I'd like to hear some deep tracks, and that's it. Means a lot to us to come on a show like yours Mm -hmm. and to have to support community radio and have a listenership out there because just there's no replacement. There's no digital replacement for live music, for concerts, for sitting in a room with somebody, exactly, or for putting a record on and playing it in its entirety. But there's really, there's no algorithm that's going to replace the the taste and the suggestions of a live DJ yeah. as well and radio. And that sort of spontaneity, the computers are not, they are not coming anywhere near that no, right now. not at and, all. Uh, so I think they're not replacing any of us in terms of a quality human experience anytime Absolutely. soon. So it means a lot to us to well, continue it means to be a lot part to of me. this too. And I, like, I, like I said, I'm so lucky that I can have you guys come here and perform. It's like going to concerts. We used to go to concerts that Reg put on up in Denver Valley and, and over here. As a matter of fact, years ago, they had Red Molly here too, which was, sure. and Red Molly was here at the station at that point. And that's a, Terry that, Doyle. Yes. Uh, you know, who passed away, unfortunately, yeah. at such a young age. But um, that was a tragic thing. Terry he was such yeah. an interesting guy. He was. Uh, we were, we were he, so fortunate to be on his show yeah, and to have his support. Really. And speaking and he, of Red Molly, that was that was Abby Gardner's yeah. uh, Dobro. All the rest of the Dobro on the record. I know we we spoke about is, our former is uh, Abby on all the tracks? She's mm-hmm. not on all the tracks, but the studio version, of, except for the one that, except the, for the one that that Andy is on. Yeah. Every Dobro part that you hear on the record is going to be Abby. I love Abby. And she's marvelous. Yeah. It's a testament to Abby that of the, the three albums that Sarah and the band have done, the aside from the two of us, 
the only people who are on all three albums are Lloyd Maines, the aforementioned pedal steel player, and Abby Gardner, I believe. I love her. She's what I, I say, as I said to her when I talk, spoke with her uh, a year, couple of years ago, that she's there's something about watching. Uh, a woman with a dobro. I don't know what it is, but I said, you don't see many uh, female dobro players, and she's just an excellent dobro player. She is. And she's you know, there's something about seeing her in the band, the, the Red Molly, that is just a neat experience. But I have had a real neat experience That's today. Cool. Well, we uh, have too. And yeah, I'm going to, unfortunately, I'm going to miss one song on the album. You give me uh, a recommendation. Play Queen of Suburbia. Okay. It's uh it's our our honky tonk song about drinking and questioning every life decision you've ever made. <laughs> Don't All right, that's good. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for coming in today, for being part of this program. I really enjoyed having you and listening to your music live. Thank you so much. Thanks so much to you, Artie. We really had fun.
from the album Northeast, that was Sarah Milanovic and Daisy Cutter. What uh, an incredible album. What an incredible, uh, knowledgeable person Sarah, Sarah is. And I certainly appreciate and hope that you appreciate the music that these two people just created in this little studio. Uh, just bombastic as far as I'm concerned. Sarah Milanovic and Greg Anderson, uh, thank you so much for joining me for this special episode of Mostly Folk. And I want to thank you, wherever you are, for listening. And hope that you'll join me next time for another episode of Mostly Folk. Weather, happy trails to you.